Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Alexander, Tassab, what's Nikki's next? Crider is in Europe, but he'll be back next week. Toss, start a training camps. NFL. It's here. Can you believe it? I feel like it, this. I feel like it flew. I feel like we just had the Super Bowl. I it's, is it is it yeah. is that just me? It's been, Maybe it's, it's the NFL draft was like in the middle, obviously, like like it always is in the NFL free agency. But that there was a lot of buzz around that this year. I don't know. I just feel I think like NBA the NFL season up, really didn't. NBA took up a lot of our headspace for a bit, you know, and I think it, that it did that helped that kind of alleviate. The, yeah, the yeah. time. But you're right. Mm-hmm. The the NFL draft, if that wasn't so late in April, then you know it would have been it would have been second week of February when we had the Super Bowl, and we haven't seen a full slate of games. We haven't talked about a full slate of games, which you love talking about because yeah. you had your bet going with your buddies last year, and I'm sure you've already communicated with them to continue that bet for this year. I don't know if you have or haven't, but. I mean, they better sack up and ante up. I'll leave it at that. What's the That's what's what the I'm bet saying. again? For the for bet all the is listeners? here's, and I'm even willing to make. I want to make amendment, amendments to the bet because the bet is I pay them forty shekels the start of the year, and then they, if I go perfect in a week, pay me forty k a pop, which is a better. It's better odds for them because it's like, you know, is it a one in six? I don't even know what the math is. You know, but if you guess, you could. Every game's odds are different because it's your favorite, so you can't. It's not a one or two. It's not like a coin flip, and you kind of just go down the line to like the sixteenth power, math. Um, but the odds are in their favor, and I gave them buyout clauses. Like if I'm perfect going into Sunday night, they can each give me two grand and not have to worry about Monday. Or if I win Sunday, they could each give me ten grand and not have to worry about Monday. I went fifteen of sixteen in the week. The Bengals lost to the Niners in overtime. They kicked the field goal to go ahead. Robbie Gold missed the field goal to win it in, in the end of regulation for the Niners. But Debo scored the winning touchdown in like the left side of the football field. Like, you know, that, driving into that was Kittle the, torched them. That was your 14th game in the slate, right? It was my 14th game in the slate because I, and I ended up nailing the Sunday night and the Monday night. Yeah. Which was it was it was depressing, but that's the bet. I want, I'm down to make amendments. Like if I go like less than like seven games, I'll pay them more money. Like that's how much I want to do it again. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was a really and, enjoyable and experience. To clarify, when you mean you run the full slate, you mean picking just the winners. So it's not just the winners, pick, not spread, not spreads. Yeah, I think that's mm. impossible. The, the spread is impossible. I mean, I'm down to go. Like, if I do spreads, I'll and I'll have them. I'll put more up, and they can put more up. Um, uh, but you know, it's a situation where a lot of people, a lot of our friends, were rooting for me. I mean, they are two of. They're well liked, but they're two of the easiest guys to root against. I'll say. In the well, just the I fact possess. that they're casually willing to throw around 
40k 10k yeah like 40 racks and 10 racks two racks even on like on like a sunday night like at that point they're, it in, they're in a different tax months. bracket than us that's for sure we'll say that now we're going to stadium that's a big that's big news we're going to tv we're about to be yeah. tv stars we yeah, actually might be de- is going to be hosting the best of believe show on stadium mm-hmm. is what it's called yeah uh every friday night 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific for all of you 1090 listeners and for Josh and myself mm. who also live on the West Coast. Uh, and it's an hour-long show and we will be highlighting 8 to 10 uh, of the other shows on the Believe Network. If you don't know what the Believe Network is, it is a podcast network. It's a content network, um, YouTube channel, lots of podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you have a team that you like, then they have a show for you. If you like the Padres, ring the bell, Pods Talk. Heath Bell and the Charity Stripes own Nikki Snacks Kreider, who will be coming back next week, and we are so excited about that. We're stoked. And then there's Lorenzo Neal and Born and Azari do the Charger show. They do a great job. That'll be featured. And we're also the producers for the network, so we're Jackie Mooning this thing, player coach. Exactly. Exactly. But we're really excited about it, and if you go download the stadium app, you can watch it on Friday night. You can see what our faces look like if you've only ever heard us on terrestrial radio. Wow, that's a very good point. That's a and very good point I never thought of. And you know what, though? It repeats, too. I don't know if you saw. Yep. Do you see the re-air schedule? There's, yeah. it's, there's, a, there's a premiere, and then there's six re-airs, which, not too shabby. It's kind of like we got, you know, we did our test run. It's kind of like we got renewed for season two already. But, you know, we're going to give it the best shot we got. No, I, I think <laughs> no, it's more like they picked up our pilot. Right, they picked up our pilot. Yeah, they picked up our pilot. You know, we're gonna give it everything we got. Hope we give them a good season one. Give them a little cliffhanger at the end. Keep the fans salivating. I finished Severance, by the way. Oh yeah, you had a tough time getting started with that one. I mean, the ending was dope. It's just like it was. It's not. The ending was great, and I'm ex- the cliffhanger is great, and I'm excited to see what happens in season two. But this, to me. Until proven wrong is like a Westworld situation where in Westworld I could smell I could smell it. I smelt blood in the water from the jump. I knew that they were had a great idea on their hands and a great concept and they were gonna find a way to muck it up. And they did. Now I think Ben Stiller being at the helm makes it a different story. Ben Stiller is Maybe a top 15 mind in Hollywood. He's definitely top 10 most underrated Hollywood presence. It's uh, it's interesting that you say that because... He like was... doesn't miss, really. And he's very... And he goes across the... Think of him in Heavyweights. Think of him in Zoolander. Think of him in Dodgeball and how much of a ridiculous character he is. Yeah. And then kind of go to his directorial stuff. Uh, him in... What's that Wes Anderson movie that I'm blanking on? He's with Owen Wilson, or maybe it's Luke Luke and Owen Wilson. You know what I'm talking about. Bottle and, Rocket? And Gene Hackman. Not Bottle Rocket. Gene Hackman. It's uh, ten, Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, Tenenbaums. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get those yeah, two yeah, confused because yeah. the vibe of every Wes Anderson movie is similar. Is Yeah, it is such a vibe. But I think he's the most underrated. And we're going to talk about underrated teams in the NFL, but I want to talk about I just wanted to throw Ben Stiller a little shout because I well, think he's a genius. It was interesting because I was uh, scrolling on the Instagram where you instantaneously post photos on the line. And that's a quote from the, the internship. Google. I don't know if you've seen. Cool. Yeah. 
I, if I see, I, it's one of my, it's one of my guilty pleasure movies. Vince Vaughn, if you mentioned Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, you know, they team up after their, uh, incredible team up that they did on Wedding Crashers and they repeat. But I was, uh, scrolling on Instagram and our buddy, Cy, who is a director and filmmaker. I was posted with him on, over the 4th of July. He's a great guy. That, that's right. That's right. Uh, posted that the secret life of Walter Mitty is one of the most underrated movies that he's seen. And I think it's a really, really interesting take because a lot of people didn't like that movie. And I think if you wanted to point it a miss for Ben Stiller, a lot of people might say that that one was a miss. Um, but the soundtrack for that movie is incredible. I don't know if you, you know, I have not many I'll of the watch songs. it. I'll watch it. It's Here's basically with- about like a regular, a regular average Joe who, fantasizes about like incredible trips that he would go on in the different places that he would go on um, because he has a really routine life and that's how he escapes. And then I think he eventually embarks on those journeys himself and maybe they're not exactly what he thought, what he thought they were going to be. But um, yeah, Stiller doesn't really miss. He really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Brad's status? No. Well, you watch that. I'll watch Secret Life of Walter Mitty, uh, and then we'll meet in the middle, and we'll discuss. Enough about Stiller, even though we love him. We'll talk NFL. Training camps are starting. Um, I, I just have a couple of questions for you. Um, first, of, first of all, who are your division winners? Just off the gun in the AFC, then we'll go NFC. I'm just curious where your head's at the start of training camp. I think I'll start in the... AFC start the West. Easier division. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's been a tougher division. Okay. It's fine. I'm. Oh. I really want to pick the Chiefs. But the only thing holding me back now is their weapons. But I heard something from I think it was their I think it was their GM. Yeah. In camp that Travis Kelsey has refound his love for football, and that's all I need to hear. And if they're clicking on all cylinders, I still think that they're the best team in that division. And I have the least questions about their ability to to get where they need to get in the regular season so that they can then compete for another Super Bowl. Because yeah. th- there's too many moving pieces, too many new pieces um, on the Broncos and too many question marks with the Raiders. And obviously, you know, they're bringing in a new head coach this year who's who's starting it off the Chargers I guess would be my second team to win the division and as far as question marks I have the the least question marks about them second to the Chiefs so I'll pick the Chiefs there the Bills easily win the East uh the South the Colts and then the North this one is a little bit of a toss-up as well but I'm gonna roll with my Tigers and pick the Bengals Okay, I mean, I think no, I think the I'm I'm in on the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Bills. I'm riding the Ravens, but I I I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's I think that's actually might be the toughest one to pick. I think the Raiders are going to be exciting, and they went to the playoffs last year. I really think the Chargers take that step, but it's a step that we saw the Bills take last year. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be a step that we saw that we'll see Buffalo take this year. Where they're really, really contending for a world title. I mean, look, look, think about it, dude. The Bills have been like a year away 
for now, it'd be seemingly like a couple years, and they haven't been able to get past the Chiefs. Like, I don't think the Chargers, as good as I think Herbert is, as much as I love the Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson additions, as much as I think Staley is going to tone it down a little bit in the second year, I don't think they're going to go from no playoffs to championship. And look, the Bengals went from fifth overall pick to championship, so it's doable. I just think with the Chiefs in their way, they'll have a tougher time getting that division title and ultimately home home field advantage, even though we've seen what it looks like in SoFi with Chargers fans. I The Bengals kind of caught lightning in a bottle. Like the injury to Lamar Jackson, and that's mm-hmm. a part of the game, was very right. beneficial to them making the Super Bowl run last year. They were pretty much down and out, like Rocky II versus Apollo Creed, like done against the Chiefs. And and they it was like what twenty seven to nine at the half and who does no one comes back against the Chiefs like that no but I think I think your point about well it's you have one game right to in the playoffs so anyone can take one game and we we, we saw the Jaguars beat the Colts in the last week of the season last year to knock the Colts out of the playoffs like anyone can win a football game when it, when push comes to shove and which which is pathetic the, the, by the way on the Colts part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think your point about, you know, Lamar going down, Ben Roethlisberger playing his worst career year ever, right? And the Bengals really found a time to shine. And the Broncos having an ailing quarterback the entire season with Baker Mayfield's shoulder, they didn't have a guy who could throw the football. Mm. So it was really, it was circumstance. And they met, they met the challenge and they exceeded the challenge I'm talking about the Bengals here and got to the Super Bowl obviously but so much of it has to do with your regular season positioning at getting that home field advantage in the playoffs and especially if you're the Chiefs and you're playing at Arrowhead right like they have so much I, I just feel like I just feel like the pressure is a lot higher on the Chargers than it is on the Chiefs and you're, you're absolutely right I mean last year I think Nick and myself picked the Buffalo Bills to make the championship or Nick picked the Buffalo Bills to to get to the Super Bowl. He is and, Nick- and he but no no but but I don't think that that was an abnormal take or a hot take. I think a lot of people thought that the Buffalo Bills could make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl last year, which is I think a different feeling than we've discussed having about the Chargers this year where we would be surprised the two of us have already talked about this in the previous two weeks if the Chargers made the Super Bowl. Mhm. I, the the thing with the Bills last year, like I really, they could have won. So could the Chiefs. Like they both those teams could have won the Super Bowl. Like the Titans probably not because they're the Vikings of the AFC with a better head coach. Like that's just what their franchise is. Like quarterback in the eleven to like seventeen range, depending on the day of the week. You know, yeah, good running back. Solid defensive pieces, like just solid, like just a, actually, just a different mythology, basically, right? One is Norse with the know. Vikings, one is Greek with the Titans. That's basically it. Well, yeah, you mean you must like the Titans then? The uh, <laughs> I just the thing is with the Broncos, I I need to see it. New head coach, new quarterback. I love I love a lot of things on paper. I'm definitely curious to see what they can put together. I, they could surprise some teams. I think there are certain teams that are. Like Mike Tomlin is in trouble of having of continuing his unbelievable, and they Steelers still made the playoffs last year. Mike Tomlin is in trouble of continuing his unbelievable streak of just having a winning, a not losing season this year. There's just there's just too many good teams in the AFC. Like the Patriots are in trouble. I think they could take a step back. Unfortunately, 
I really think it is the Bills, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Chargers and the Colts. And whoever gets that seventh spot, it could, it'll probably be, as long as they don't eat each other alive, the Raiders. Like, I really don't think that... I don't think the Titans are as talented of a team as the Raiders are. And I have faith in Josh McDaniels. I don't necessarily know if, A, he was ready when he took the Broncos job in his last go-around, or B, like he was in the right situation because he had Timothy Tebow as his quarterback. And that guy was just not an NFL. One of the best, you can make the argument, best college player of our generation. There's a lot of good ones. Cam, Burrow, Reggie, V.Y., Johnny. But he... Johnny, sure. But he's Lamar. Let me get you to go down the list. He he was not an NFL player, or at least not an NFL quarterback. He was probably in the same vein. We, he probably maybe should have made the move to tight end earlier, like we saw a Logan Thomas do. And there was no shame... And there was, look, there was no shame in him going to be a quarterback, and there's no shame also in what Logan Thomas did. I mean, like, look, his career... We're talking about Logan Thomas as a top-ten fantasy tight end with the Commanders. I, do, I think the AFC is tough, but I'm actually having an easier time picking it. Where's your head at? You know, we have a couple minutes left here. Where's your head at in the NFC? Yeah. Let me go through it and see if I feel the same way. Because I think the Bucks, Oh, the AFC? No, the NFC. Oh, the, NFC. the NFC. Okay. I think the Bucks might be the easiest division winner of any division um yeah of all i mean because the falcons and the panthers are going to struggle right i mean the bills are there the bills are there too but the dolphins and the patriots are going to be more competitive the two and three there are better than the nfc south so i have to say that the bucks are the clear the easiest front runner for me to pick for sure without hesitation i mean i think the panthers could be decent I, i still have faith in baker it's crazy that I'm sitting there, two guys that I've had major stock and major like condo stock, and I guess Darnold and Baker like are on the same like same team, like in their in their second acts already. I mean, can you imagine that draft class? I mean, Josh Allen was the third quarterback taken, and like Josh Rosen is the fourth, and he was a top ten pick, and he's only got a job because Deshaun Watson has like a like a rub and tug addiction. Like I don't even know what the deal is over there. Like he had to be signed by the Browns. Like that draft class of quarterbacks is a hot mess. Yeah, honestly, uh, but yeah, the Bucks are the easiest. Then, then uh, the Packers winning okay. the North, um, the West. I think has it's got to be the Rams. Got to be. But you what, know me. What, 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 you know me. I'm I a Niners lover, but like that's like a real. I look. I don't. I don't know. If if there's like an I don't know at the end of the at the end of it like I can't really conceivably like I can't get behind the Cardinals because I don't because Hop's not going to play the first six games. Well, every game counts in the NFL. It just does. Yeah, the the Cardinals to be honest weren't even a consideration for me. Um, I know. I figured. I figured it was the, the the Niners. The reason why is if if Lynch and Shanahan are this decisive about it. I, I you trust, trust them. I trust yeah. them because I also trust that they know Jimmy G's talent a lot better than NFL media and NFL fans do, which are heavily criti- critical of Jimmy Garoppolo's play. Um, that's a guy who's been you know to what, multiple, though, sure. multiple NFC championships and a Super Bowl. Been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Look, you can get to the, you can get to the Super Bowl 
by accident, I guess. Is it? I mean, like Kaepernick got there, and obviously all the off the field stuff has been unfortunate for him to be on the field. But we have said in his last season he was not good as a quarterback. Mark Sanchez has went to back to back AFC championships, but but Jimmy G is a true winner. I don't think talent wise he's elite. I don't think he ever no. was going to be. I don't think he ever is. But he is a winning quarterback and probably should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think people forget in that Super Bowl, he actually played pretty well. It's just Patrick Mahomes was unbelievable in the second half. But they were winning. Like yeah. They were winning. I mean, it was crazy. Okay, we have a couple more seconds here. Yeah, you've given me the Rams. You've given me the Bucks. You've given me the and, Packers. And the Cowboys are my, my NFC East pick. I'm with you, but there are people that are like really buying this Eagles hype train, and we'll, we'll get into it in the second half uh, of our show here, but there are people that are really buying into the Eagles hype train. Don't go anywhere. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Disopolis, the Charity Stripe. We'll be right back in just a hot sec. Welcome back to the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Disopolis. If you want to make these bets, we're talking about in the first segment, division winners. You can go to betonline.ag and place all your future bets over there. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Get 50% off your welcome bonus. Who doesn't like that? Trick question. Everybody likes 50% off. It's a low price. Okay, so where we? let's see where we left off. We agreed on the division winners for the most part in the AFC. We had the Bills, we had the Chiefs, we had the Colts, which I th- I don't think there's any other pick in the AFC South. I think that division, both South divisions, could end up being the worst, despite having the Colts and the Bucks. The North, we were split, but we were in agreement and respected each other's picks. I had the Ravens, you the Bengals, and then we pretty much for the wild card slots. I kind of took the reins on that, but you didn't hear much pushback from you with the Chargers, the odd man out of the Bengals and the Ravens, and maybe some combination of like Raiders, Titans, Patriots, something in that vein. I don't really think Broncos and Dolphins could be sleeper sneakies, but yeah, I really well, think okay, it's going to be. On the Dolphins, at a certain point, Tyreek Hill has been on a media campaign in the offseason talking about Tua's abilities, his accuracy. At a certain point, if he says it that many times, is it true? You know what? Like, you go around being, oh, yo, my girlfriend's so hot. My, It's like you're trying to tell yourself that, dude. Just, do you think, though? You don't though, say anything, like, bro. No, I do think that. A hundred percent. Anybody that says that they're this, that they're that, over and over and over again, it's overcompensating. Right. There's something... Uh... Yeah, but I feel like I agree. I think that's a that's a great comparison. I don't know many people that do that, and I think if someone did do that, I'd be like, dude, stop, <laughs> stop. I've but, met people that have done. Every, anybody that's ever been like, yo, I, I, my girl's the hottest. No, she's not. No offense to the woman. You know what I'm saying? I, or my boyfriend's the hottest. Like he's not really. Like anybody that does that or overdoes that is overcompensating. Once in a blue moon, it's cute. But anybody that's doing that on a consistent basis is ridiculous. And that's just the route I went. But like anyone that's like, yo, I am the best at this. And the, how many times do you hear John Mayer be like, I'm the best guitarist in the world? Like negative Never. three times. Never. But I do think some of it is the way that people talk about it, right? And the way that Tyreek Hill is talking about it, for the most part, is is like people don't know. 
and the accuracy and the technical aspects of Tua's game are at a different level, which like is what we were always saying what were his best qualities, right? It was it's- tanked for Tua for a long time. Yeah. It took him ahead of Justin Herbert. Let's like not forget where we're at with this. And if it wasn't for a hip injury and Joe Burrow putting together the most incredible campaign of all time in college football, going from a bad year or a mediocre year in his first year at LSU to taking them all the way and putting together maybe the greatest team you've ever seen, like and to his hip injury, he could have gone first to the Bengals. I mean, yes, we aren't that far removed from Tua being the top prospect. All that being said, to quote Mike Tyson, everybody's got a game plan until you're punched in the mouth. Everything at Bama is just easier because the players are just better, and that's the way it is. Your weapons are better, your line is better, your running backs are better. You have the best everything around you. And I'm not saying that was the end-all, be-all for Tua Tagovailoa, but that definitely helped. And he could be as accurate as all he wants in practice. There's no defense. You should see me on the beach like, oh, slinging this, slinging that. I have a six foot four, 280-pound guy running at me. Oh, by the way, he runs a 4-5. Then let's see how accurate you are in the game. Practice, AI. Two letters for you. Two yeah, words, I, I don't. I, I guess some of it is me watching Tua last year. And for the majority, I think my biggest criticism of him has been that he'll make a couple of like Jameis Winston level on the Bucks when they were eight and eight, those level throws. But the rest, but, the, but 85% of what he looks like as a quarterback is very crisp and the short throws, you know, he delivers them on time. He puts them in the right spot. He puts guys in, in positions to succeed. I mean, Jalen Waddle was, if it hadn't been for Jamar Chase, put on one of the best performances a rookie wide receiver has ever shown. And I think, yeah, Adding adding Tyreek Hill, who a lot of people think is the best receiver in the league, which I don't think so, but he's a top three receiver in the league, is dynamic from a playmaking standpoint. And and they have Gasecki and they have other playmakers. I just this is the best roster that Tua's had to work with, and he hasn't been working with rosters for that long in the NFL. I think that the majority of people are forgetting where his draft stock was. And yeah and ready to write them off. And I'm not saying, I'm saying they could vie for a wild card position. And when we get closer to the season, I'll have to do a little bit more evaluating, but they certainly could be in there for me because if they're beating up on the jets and the Patriots don't really take a step forward, but the dolphins do the Patriots almost made the playoffs last year. The Patriots did make the playoffs last year. Last year. We did make, we were were in the playoffs last year. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So that's my good. point. If they if they replace the Patriots in the East, then that's a playoff team. So, yeah, but are they going to do that? And I'm not even saying this is a biased like Patriots fan. Like the defense that we put on the field every year is super sound and good. Like our defensive line is going to be really deep and really good. Our linebackers are solid. Like he, we just have so much depth on defense. I think we have a good running back duo. I'm curious to see how this guy Pierre Strong Jr. is. Our buddy Joe DeLeon, that's like one of his favorite players in the draft, and I trust Joe wholeheartedly when it comes to draft stuff. I mean, the Miami Dolphins, like they didn't even use Jalen Waddle. And again, they have a new head coach. They bring in, you know, McDaniel from um, from the Niners. From San Francisco. Th- yeah. From San Francisco, yeah. The thing is, is 
They didn't even use Waddle properly last year. He's a deep threat. And I think that I'm curious to see what McDaniel does, how he unlocks him. Again, he, he, was, he really did a great job in San Francisco. I mean, we obviously have Kyle Shanahan there, but McDaniel was good enough to supplant Brian Flores, who had one of the best runs, and we were saying could have been coach of the year. I'm just like, I need to see it on the field. And I think we're in a position all of a sudden where, like, a wide receiver does not a quarterback make. A quarterback makes a wide receiver. And that needs to be clarified. Because everybody that's – I think Aaron Rodgers going back to the NFC is getting an egregious amount of disrespect heading into this year because he's lost Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers before Devontae Adams was Devontae Adams. He did yeah. it with Jordy Nelson. He did it with Greg Jennings. He did it with Randall Corner of the Cobb. Like, like he's done it with people everybody. People talk about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, the quarterbacks of our heirs, Drew Brees. It didn't matter who their receivers were, right? They made, they made nobody's anyone's. That's that's like the key component yeah. of being a top ten quarterback of all time, and and yeah. That, so I'm not. For sure, and that's not what Tua is, right? We know at the bare minimum that's not what Tua is. So I, I hear you. I, I'm. They're just the ones that pique my interest a little bit. It's gonna be fun to watch. I'm curious to see, and I'm not. I'm not casting them off, but this is a major year for Tua. Like they've they've put a lot of capital. They they got Teron Armstead at left tackle. They've drafted our Austin Jackson. They've drafted Robert Hunt. They drafted Jalen Waddle. They, they've, they've gone out and traded for Tyreek Hill. They've put a lot of stock in their offense. They went and got an offensive coach. They've put an egregious amount of stock in their offense. Like He has to deliver, though. Like, yeah, and you, yes, a quarterback makes these guys. Like You could have put you, me, and Dupree, and Peyton Manning would have gone to the Super Bowl if we were his wide receivers. It's just the yeah. bottom line. Like, Aaron Rodgers, oh, he loses Devontae. Like, Devontae Adams is unbelievable. I love watching Devontae Adams. And there are certain receivers that are just like truthfully out of this world, and he is one of them. But Wes Welker was cast aside by the Miami Dolphins like a dirty jockstrap, and then Tom Brady brought him to the Patriots and made him one of the best wide receivers in the league. There is no doubt in my mind that Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur are going to be able to deliver this year. And I honestly, they might be a good bet to win the Super Bowl if, they're getting, if their odds are solid. Off the top of my head, I look at BetOnline.ag right now. Ag right now, but they are a sneaky bet to win the Super Bowl because I feel like people are overlooking because they've lost one player. They still have Rodgers. They still have maybe the best running back or a top five running back duo in the league at least. Mm-hmm. Bakhtiari's hurt. We don't know when he's coming back. That's an issue. Their defense—they put a lot of stock in their defense, and I think their defense is super solid. I, I think this Packers team is legit. I think the I think the division winners. Honestly, are just as easy in the NFC with the Rams, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Bucks. I like the Eagles getting in there. I like the Vikings getting in there. I think the Niners, obviously, they went last year. They could do it again. The Cardinals, for sure, are going to be competitive, though. I'm not. I need to see like similar. I need to see from two. I need to see it from Kingsbury as well. Like, I, I you know what I'm saying? I, mm. I, I think, I think we need to see it from Cliff. I, I think we need to. Um. I guess I guess the interesting thing about like I bring up the Dolphins. Yes, you add in the Tyreek Hill factor there. But with the 49ers, in comparison to the Cardinals, who the Cardinals look pretty similar to what they looked like last year, right? Not much has not much has really changed, but a lot of those pieces on the defensive side of the football are getting older, more mature. So with mm-hmm. that, you would hope that they take steps forward. Yeah. Um 
and they have a lot of electric playmakers potentially on the defensive side of the ball. So that could change. That could change. You know, the element of pressure that that's put on Kyler game in, game out. And then if he's you know shows similar inconsistencies throughout the entire year, where he has periods where he gets really hot, and you know, then times where his body fails him a little bit, or he gets banged up, or he has cold spells later in the year. Um, you know, he has that that defense backing him up that can that can help out and win a couple of football games. Two it's games so makes a huge difference, right? Yeah, two games is going to be everything in the NFC. It's just like or any in any you know NFL playoff race. I just think they're just so boomer bust. Like, there's just so many like he like Marquise Brown could pop off or he can be a flop. Like Rondell Moore can be sick or he can flop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at their defense. Like, you're talking about like game in, game out, right? Game, yeah. I we we like their inside linebacking group is Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Like you and me specifically on paper, like we love both of those guys. But like, like you're saying, we're fantasizing about them taking a step forward. But are they really gonna do it? Is JJ can JJ Watt stay healthy for the whole year? I love Buda Baker. I think Byron Murphy, but they have questions across from Byron Murphy. Like, I think this is a very boomer bust team for the Cardinals. Like, if the Cardinals make the playoffs, I'm not going to be surprised. But if they miss the playoffs, also not going to be surprised. I think there's teams like the Vikings that could potentially be are, as strong as the Cardinals are. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think so. Although, la la. Lot to be desired from that team after watching them last year. I mean, that was that was tough, right? It was really, really tough. What do you think about this? That the 49ers are the most interesting team to me going into the season, just with Trey Lance at the helm and wanting to know what he can do and knowing that the um, rest of their roster is really pick. sound. And if if he can be if he can take an immediate jump and be a better quarterback than Tua, I mean, that team automatically is really enticing to me. Yeah, I think I would. I think your point about the Niners or the Cardinals having a defense to back up their quarterback, I think it's better suited for the Niners almost. Their line is Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw, and Drake Jackson. Like, that could be a really strong defensive line. They have Fred Warner, who may be the best linebacker in football. Him or Shaq, now Shaq, former Darius Leonard, now Shaq Leonard, he wants to be called. Like th- this, they have Trent Williams. Like this Niners team is very interesting. It's like it is a lot of pressure on Trey Lance, and I, I'm with you. We have to trust that he can deliver if the if you, if Shanahan and Lynch are putting all the stock in him. Um, but it definitely is a very interesting – one of the more interesting teams for me, honestly, I'm looking at a lot of the, the second-year quarterback teams. So, yes, the Niners are in that group. I'm the I'm the least interested in the Patriots and the Bears, but I'm really interested in the Jets and the Jaguars. To me, the Jaguars. I hate because I because I want to say they had no other choice but to pick Trevor Lawrence, and they could come out this year and they could show a vast improvement, and Trevor Lawrence can be great, and he could be everything we hope for, and they could be headed back in the right direction. Looking back on that rookie class. If you were to redraft, and you were the Jaguars, and I am giving you the knowledge that you were so ill-prepared, and he put such a bad football team together on the field last year, that your head coach was fired before the year was done in his first year, and you had the number one pick again. 
They had the first overall pick back-to-back years. Do you know how bad you have to be to do that? Horrible. They would be the worst, worst team in football two years in a row. Two years in a row. It's, it's, it is nothing short of pathetic. Okay? I look back on that team and that draft class, and nothing against Trevor Lawrence and what I think he could be as a player and what I think he was as a prospect. He literally was the prince that was promised. So there is some capacity where you have to take him, especially when you need a quarterback. But it was I a mean, mistake t- to not trade back. Is that what you're saying? How could you look at that draft class and be like, mm, I, I, I'm not going to take Micah Parsons? He's the best player in the. He's the he's the best player in that draft class. Are you saying they should have just straight up drafted Micah at edge at the one, or that they should have traded back? Don't put a position on that man. He literally is a front seven player. Yeah. If you could have traded back, which you probably could have, because he went, you know, when he did to the Cowboys, like outside the top ten, like at eleven, like, yeah, sure. But like. If I'm redrafting last year's draft, yeah, I just am, a straight redraft. Just straight him, redraft him one. Yes, because they stunk, and they had to go and take Trayvon Walker, who could be really good. You know, we have to see what he how he performs, and they have Josh Allen across from him. But that defense, if you're picking first overall, you're not honestly. I most often don't think you're in a position to be taking a quarterback. I really don't. Like, look, go 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 through it in history. Certain guys flop. Certain teams flop because they don't have the right... Like, Stafford is a really good quarterback. Like, a really good quarterback. It was taken first over, and the Lions, on a continuous basis, failed to put a team around him. Well, I think... Here's, like, the cross-sport is... team. Jameis not with his team. I mean, like... The cross-sport is, like, what the, what the Warriors were able to do the season where Steph Curry went down. And Clay Thompson was already hurt to go and get two lottery picks that year. Not even that year, actually, the year previous, where they got James Wiseman. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Well, you're talking at, about the best front organization we've ever. No, I know, maybe, I know, but Patriots we've ever seen. But, but it doesn't. Right, and I was going to talk about the Patriots because when Tom Brady goes down, the way that NFL teams are structured, you have so many moving parts and so many guys that are playing and touching the field. Yeah. Matt Castle slots in, they still make the playoffs, right? They mi- they missed it, but they, they were like one they winning. Mi- they missed well, yeah, it by they, one game, right? They had, they had a Brock record. Osweiler takes over in the regular season for the Broncos. Peyton comes in and finishes the job. And they give him the worst, maybe one of the worst contracts we've ever seen, the Texans. So all that to say, like, if even if your your best player, your quarterback, your star goes down, your superstar goes down, you can have a backup QB that slots in on a good team and you still won't get the first overall pick the following year. Yeah, I mean, look at this. The Patriots took Mac Jones, but they weren't drafting and they didn't trade up. Like, the oh, the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes. Aside from the fact that he held the clipboard, and we're talking about one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, aside from the fact that he held the clipboard as a, as a rookie, they moved up to get him. They were already a playoff team. A lot of these teams are playoff teams that can go and get their quarterback and slot them in. Like, the Bills didn't rush Josh Allen. They placed him along. They put a great team around him. Like, I'm worried about the Jaguars. Like, I'm already seeing it, dude. Like, the Jaguars were sitting there like, all right, we're going to get his, like, his backfield buddy in Travis Etienne. I'm stoked he's healthy, and I can't wait to watch him. We're going to get his backfield buddy and draft a... You had the first overall pick. You have another pick in the first round, and you're taking a running back? Fired on the spot. 
to fight. I'm serious. It's a joke, dude. It is an absolute crackhead move. Like nothing short of that. Yeah. Oh, poor guys. I mean, yeah, I think the 49ers But these are the are teams the I'm watching example, like, right? Yeah, the 49ers like, they they're the exact same spot that the Patriots were, they are the were perfect picking example. in, right? And then they trade up to get Trey Lance and now Trey Lance is starting 2 years later in the year where they just went to the conference championship. Perfect example. Thank you. Yes. They were a playoff caliber roster. And they had an injury-riddled year. I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, you know, it's come... And and I think you mentioned the Jets just in passing, but I think they've done a better job of building a team around Zach Wilson already. 1,000%. Like, I already look at the signings the Jaguars have, and I'm like, this is nothing short of a joke once more. We're brought to you by Sonos, though. Can't forget them. Got to shout them out. Use the code Stripe, 20% off anything you want at Sonos. I have a Sonos. Nick has got a Sonos. Toss is at a Sonos. We're just the Sonos yeah, this, boys. This, the Sonos Ray is their uh, their new speaker, and it's excellent. It's got great sound quality. Mm-hmm. You can download the Sonos app on your phone and install it mm-hmm. in, in five minutes. So go get the Sonos Ray. Go check out their website. Buy it now. It's great. Awesome. Yep. Toss will be bringing mine over and installing it, helping me install it because I am not technologically sound. But You don't need to be, Josh. That's why I won't be there. <laughs> well, you're going to have to come over and record our TV well, yeah, show yeah, that we'll have yeah. on Stadium. And we'll be listening to our Sonos, and hopefully you guys can go check out. Uh, and obviously, before we thank everybody, thanks to Scott Kaplan and 1090, because without them helping us propel us here, uh, always a big part. We owe Scott. He's going to come back on our show, hopefully, on Stadium. Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. We're going to full count with that puck at that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. Because they are free. We outro. We love ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.